Coming up next on WealthWorks Radio, when is the best time to retire? There is no right or wrong answer, but on today's show, we'll highlight some things that you can do now to help ensure that you and your finances are ready when you take that next big step into retirement. And now, WealthWorks Radio with Eric Carney. Welcome in, everybody. This is WealthWorks Radio with Eric Carney and Joseph Lanz is along as well. I'm consumer advocate Steve Siddall. Eric, of course, fiduciary. He is uh, president of Retirement Wealth LLC. Joseph, alongside Eric, is also a fiduciary, and we have great conversations every week. Hello, Joseph. How are you? Great, Steve. Great to be here. And Eric, uh, how are things? I'm good, Steve. How are you? Very, very well, thanks. And uh, I, I like where we're headed this time, where you talk about no right or wrong answer when it comes to retire. But I mean, there, there kind of is, and there, there kind of isn't, right? Yeah, there's do's and don'ts, right? I mean, there, yeah. there's there's do's and don'ts to everything. But uh, yeah, I mean, there's really, you know, it's just like everybody says, how do you raise a child? I mean, there's so many different ways that you can raise a child. I mean, and when are you prepared for it? And I don't think you're ever really prepared for I don't it. Think so, so either. Yeah, retirement's a lot like that as well. And so as we as you start to look at things, um, you know, lifestyle and retirement, that's something that becomes really important. And that's really what we want. But to achieve that, it doesn't happen by accident. We've got to we've got to sit down with someone like you and, and map this thing out, because unless you do that, I think you're just going to be flailing. Yeah. And I think, you know, when we get into our 20s where, you know, we've lived with our parents and, and so forth and we've been with our family, but then we start to break out on our own. Right. We start mm-hmm. to really spend time with our friends and really in our 20s for the next 40 years where we're, we end up building that lifestyle that we want. So for the first 20 years, we're with our parents. When we break off from that, we start to understand who we are, what we like, what we want to do, and that's considered your lifestyle. And so by the time that you get to your early 60s, you've become accustomed to a certain lifestyle. And people want to make sure that they keep enhancing that and that you don't lose that lifestyle. You don't want to go backwards. And so I think that that's really the biggest thing that we have to take a look at is how to maintain that lifestyle, how to outpace inflation, how to pay for taxes, how to pay for health care. And again, you know, live the life that you really want. But again, it's going to become more and more expensive as we go down the road. Well, that's certainly the case now. I mean, with inflation, what it is, the highest it's been in 40 years. We talk right. about it every week, it seems. Last week, we spent a great deal of time talking about it. And so... And as I start looking at things as well, you know, mortgage rates are on the rise. I mean, I'm looking, what, Freddie Mac saying it's around 5% now? That's a far cry from a year ago. Well, it's it's crazy because, I mean, mortgage rates right now have topped 5% for the first time in over a decade. Really? In over a decade? In over a decade. Yep. It's, It's so crazy to even think about that. But we were just looking at some housing numbers. I mean, rising rates are starting to show up in housing data right now. So this is going to be a really big indicator of what's going to happen to the overall economy for the next 12 months. And so actually in April, we get a lot more data on the U.S. housing market. And so all the analysts are pointing to signs that the red hot market is actually cooling off right now. So the whole housing market is starting to slow down. You have housing starts and building permits, which is something that we actually take a look at. You can actually take a look at nationwide building permits. And when you start to see on a month-to-month basis how they slow down a little bit, that's where you start to say, okay, building is starting to slow down. And it's really hard to believe when you look around and you still see all of this massive 
building that's going on, whether it be a single family home, a multi-million dollar home, these massive apartment buildings that they're putting up, and even condos. And you think to yourself, where are all these people coming from? But now that you're starting to see all these building permits slow down a little bit, and the mortgage rates are getting significantly higher, this is really something that we definitely have to pay attention to. Sure. So let me ask you this, and I know this might be out of left field, but so many of these homes today are being sold by investors. In other words, you know, I'm right. going to give you a great offer on your home. You Here's the cash, go away kind of a thing. And that seems to be, what, what do you think that the market with everything changing like that, do you think that will impact that, that industry, that business? Well, I, I think what's happening is, is that I, I I don't think it's going to impact that business as much. And, you know, BlackRock was one of the ones that has this algorithm where they go in and they purchase a home. They understand the square footage, the amount of bedrooms and how much they're going to be able to rent for it. But I would expect the combination of surging mortgage rates and record high home prices to cause a lot more home buyers to drop out of the market. So if they're not buying a home, what is the next step? They're going to rent the home. And so rents across the United States right now are at an all-time high. And people are at the point where they can't afford a home, so they want the next best thing. And so rents right now are just through the roof. So I think the people that are doing, that are on the investment side are going to do okay, um, especially when they're coming in and they're paying cash for a lot of these homes. For whole neighborhoods, mind you. BlackRock just coming in and buying up, you know, blocks and blocks of these homes in you know they want to rent them out because right. and they want the rent rates to go through the roof i mean it's, it's exactly what's going on is what they want to happen right and so i i don't think it's going to be you know an issue for them but it's it is going to be an issue for the home buyer and the, the the last thing we can say about this is that we see a lot of new clients coming in and when we ask them what their goals and objectives are they're like we want to make sure that our kids can afford a home and they've never said that as much as they do now. So now we understand that the, the down payment is going to be significantly more. And so they want to be there to try and help out a little bit, too. Okay. All right. I, that's an interesting perspective. And I hadn't thought about that, but that parents are wanting their kids to buy homes. Right. Yeah. I mean, it's it's the American dream, right? I mean, sure everybody thinks that's that's just part of, you know, becoming an adult is eventually you, you have your own home. And, you know, it's nice when people have multiple properties right now and they have equity in them. You're not as battered by the market. But when you're trying to start off and buy your very first home and that home used to be a quarter million dollars and now it's $425,000, it's kind of insane because even, you know, if you're getting an FHA, it's still a huge nut to crack with that large mortgage. So there's a lot of things to, to consider there. Well, yeah, and, and certainly the down payment, that becomes a, a real struggle for, for a lot of folks. Right. Yeah, it's a big deal anymore. So um, like I said, I mean, mortgage rates are not going to go backwards. They're going to stay where they are and they're going to slowly creep up and they are going to remain an issue in the housing market going forward. Sure. Well, all right. So uh, we're talking about, uh, you know, the right or wrong time to retire. And, and I guess with an ever changing you know, landscape, it's even more important to sit down with with a group like yours, Eric, and, and talk about you know, what is what's happening and, and how important that plan is. And that plan may need to change. Right. I mean, and, and that will change. I mean, you know, my mom is 86 years old and she's significantly has changed her life since my dad has passed away. She's relocated, um, you know, sold off all of her furniture, came down here. And it's just it, it's a new life for her, but it's also costing different it, it costs different. So 
Um, you know, she's, she's kind of like, okay, now I need a golf cart. I don't need a car. And it's just kind of interesting how things morph into other things, but we still are spending money. And so being 86 years old, you know, she still has needs. She just said to me the other day, we had her over for Easter dinner and, uh, she's like, yeah, she's like, I, I want to get new furniture. I'm like, okay. So <laughs> now we're going furniture shopping. So she just doesn't slow down and that's okay. But we have to factor that into the plan that, you know, she wants to upgrade things and be ready. So no matter what we think is going to happen, if we think that life is going to get less expensive, that is not always the case. Well, certainly not these days. The uh, One of the things, you know, we talk about relocating and I know a lot of folks think, yeah, well, I need to relocate. and But it's not always the best idea, is it? No, it's actually pretty expensive. I mean, Joseph and I see this all the time, and, and it's it's not as inexpensive as people think. They think that they're going to downsize or relocate. Sometimes it is, but sometimes it also isn't. I mean, right now, if you think about it, mortgage rates are reaching 5%. If we just look back a year, when mortgage rates were around, were around 2.5 to 3, you could justify buying that half-million-dollar house, which in the back of your head, you're like, it's probably really only worth 400 But you know what? The market's hot right now, and I'm getting a really low interest rate. Right. Well, now that 500000 thousand dollar house could possibly be 550 and you're having to pay a five percent interest rate on your mortgage so it's becoming trickier and trickier as these mortgage rates go up and the housing prices are still going up you're starting to see a lot of people that still you know they want to now they want to downsize but the downsize price may be the same price that they paid for the size they're living in now so is it still even worth it sure and we're having to run a lot of these different scenarios of should I even move to downsize here? Now mortgage rates are there. You know, can't really refinance right now and, and get a better deal. Right. So there's a lot of different scenarios that people are having to go through to see which one is really the most beneficial for them. I mean, so it's crazy. On a, on a million dollar home, when you think at like 3% interest, right? It's like, okay, you know, I'm paying 3%, 30 grand right. a year. Yeah. Now all of a sudden, boom, like, like within in, months. In months, mm -hmm. now you're paying 50 grand a year on mm -hmm. that home right like holy cow like think about that i mean you know a lot of people that are buying a million dollar home aren't really financing it but, but still a lot of people are they're a lot sure. quicker to do it when it's three yeah. percent as opposed right. to five percent right well, exactly it's an easier easier nut to crack all around speaking of of that i mean are you seeing people more interested in taking care of their debt as they get closer to retirement than yeah, now, that, now that the economy started tightening up yeah, I think so. I mean, you know, the majority of our clients are going into retirement debt free. I mean, you know, that that's been a really big thing of theirs. I mean, some people have a mortgage, but it's not that big of a deal. I mean, they have enough assets to cover that mortgage. And, you know, sometimes they upgraded the home or whatever that may be. But, you know, and, and, and again, to to finish off on interest rates, it really wasn't a big deal to have an, a mortgage going into retirement at 2.6 or 2.7. Right. I don't know if you have one, you know, if you want to go into retirement, having one at 6 or 7%. It almost <laughs> seems like a ripoff right now, right? Yeah. I mean, because we we should be used to rates being on a mortgage 7 to 7.5%, which is insane to me because, again, we've been spoiled for the past decade. It just yes. changed our way of thinking. Yeah, exactly. So there's that <laughs> there is that well um, and there is that we're up against the clock so let's go ahead and invite folks to call come on in sit down have the same conversation 
Sounds great, Steve. Whether you currently have an advisor or you've never worked with a financial professional before, we're going to be taking the next five callers who are in need of that missing financial plan. We're going to create and customize a full-blown financial plan review valued at over $1,000 and give it away absolutely complimentary, no obligation. What this will consist of is simply taking the mystery out of financial planning by taking a look at what you're currently doing and maybe just making some slight changes. Let's map it all out. Your goals, income needs, expenses, tax strategies, and even transfers of generational wealth. We will get that plan built for you and see where it leads you. Let's get you reacquainted with your investments without any obligation. In short, we're going to take the guesswork out of financial planning. So for the next five callers, a full-blown comprehensive plan review that is valued at over $1,000, we'll be giving it to you complimentary with no obligation. That sounds fantastic, folks. It's a practical financial review. There's no cost. There's no obligation. It's a phone call away. 800-779-1942. You'll get that comprehensive financial review that Joseph just described, plus all the extras that go along with it. And when you walk out the door, you will have in your hand that roadmap, that guide that we talk about that can really help get you to where you need to be when it comes to retirement. 800-779-1942. Again, 800-779-1942. Next up on WealthWorks Radio, are you and your spouse on the same page when it comes to retirement planning? Maybe you've never had the conversation. When we come back, some retirement planning tips for couples. We're back on WealthWorks Radio. I'm consumer advocate Steve Siddall. Eric Carney is here. Eric is the president of Retirement Wealth. Joseph Lanza is here. Joseph is a fiduciary, independent, working alongside Eric and the team. And uh, this is going to be a fun one. <laughs> we talk about, um, you know, the, the couples on the same page. So, uh, Joseph, I'm going to ask you, in, in your experience, and I know that you have not do, been doing this as long as Eric, but is it a surprise to you when a couple sits down and, and you ask them, so where do you want to, what do you want to do in retirement? And they look at each other with, the, you know, blank stares. Yeah. Not anymore. It's not. I, after, <laughs> you were surprised at first, it, though. Huh? I was surprised at first, yes. But after seeing it over and over again, it's not uncommon to have two couples that have never really had that conversation before of truly what are their financial plans? What's most important to them about money? And where do they want to see themselves in 10, 20 years, 30 years? What is the most important goal for them to reach? Sure. Well, and again, do you ultimately get them there? I guess that's the that's the bigger question. Well, I, I, yeah, we try to we try to work it out there. This is it's a longer process of truly figuring out what those goals and objectives are. We want to start that initial conversation there um, and, and kind of take it from there and go forward with building out the budget, the plan, the goals, and everything. It's hard to you know sum up the retirement goals in an hour meeting, of course, right? Yeah. But one thing that Eric has always taught me from the beginning of working here was whenever you're reviewing any type of plan, portfolio, going over goals with couples, you need to make sure that both of them are on board because a lot of times it's very easy to go through a meeting and you start to realize, oh, I'm just talking to one spouse right now. And it's so important to make sure that both spouses are on board and fully understand what is going on because we, what we don't want to happen is for spouses to leave the meeting and then say, yeah, that sounds good, but they didn't really get what we wanted to give them from the meeting. We want to make sure that 
both of them are completely on board, completely understand what is happening and that we're making sure that we really are achieving those goals for both of them, not just one. Yeah, and there's a lot of times where the financial plan actually brings both sides of that couple together. You know, it, it brings them on the same page. And and people really like the fact that once we get into financial planning, we're considering both of their needs, both of their risk tolerances. And a lot of times they're not going to feel the same about money. And it, it's kind of one thing that, that the financial plan really does. And I think it's fantastic that it does that as well, because like I said, they, they feel like, okay, we're finally getting on the same page with our money and our finances. And a lot of times one of the spouses is the financial alpha. Um, it's, it's incredibly rare where it's 50-50. So again, sometimes we want to bring the less alpha a little bit more involved with the financial plan just so they can understand what's going on with it. Um, and a lot of times some people have been so intimidated by financial planning uh, that they never really got into it. But now all of a sudden they realize, okay, I like the process. It's slow. It's explained to me. Um, and, and, and they really appreciate that part of it. And one of the things that you do at Retirement Wealth is you know, you've got strategies that you can lay out there for folks that, and I know every couple is different, but again, some strategies apply to some, but not others. And, but again, that, that's the process that you take folks through and that's how they have a successful retirement. Yeah, I appreciate you pointing that out, Steve. I think that there's a lot of times where people don't understand how many different strategies there are. There's, you know, you want to create streams of income, you want to build a diversified portfolio, you want to create tax strategies, you want to build multiple income streams for that client. Um, you know, maybe you want to significantly reduce their taxable situation or you're managing their tax brackets. I mean, there's a lot of different strategies that can be implemented and also time frames. You've got to figure out the, the, the client's time frame. Like, do you really have enough time to do this or whatever that may be? And so when it comes to Roth conversions, I say, I think that one of the best ways to do them is over a decade. I mean, why do them all at once? But consider your your required minimum distribution stage and how long until then, and you know what is going to be the strategy? What is gonna be the rate of return needed to be able to accomplish that? And that's what people wanna see. They wanna see a, a process that is well thought out that they actually understand. So with, you know, the market, what it is, it's certainly been volatile the last couple of years, and certainly this year is no exception. Right. And so how do we, how do we adjust for that? In other words, is the inflation situation um, influencing decisions that people are making? Well, I think people like to think that they're making these decisions because inflation is higher that, oh, I'm not going to fill up my car as much, or I don't want to go on that vacation as much now. But the whole goal of retirement, when people come in here and tell us there's goals, and I think Eric will definitely agree with me, is we don't want you to change your lifestyle because of inflation, yeah. right? If you come in here and you say, I want to go to Italy once a year, every year for the next 10 years, yeah. then when inflation is 8.5% like it is, we don't want you to say, I'm not, I don't want to go to Italy, Italy anymore now. I just don't think it's feasible. We want to make that feasible for you and prove to you, hey, you could still live out your retirement dreams even if inflation is higher. So I think in our heads... And when we hear certain statistics we're like, oh, people are going to stop going on vacation more and doing this and that. And maybe that's true for some. Yeah, I mean, Eric's definitely not. So it <laughs> might, might be true for some. But at the same time, we don't want to let that affect our retirement lifestyle. You've worked so hard to get to this point to have to amass this amount of money to fund your lifestyle in retirement. So we want to make sure that we're keeping that afloat for you. Look, gas on the water right now is $5.65. Oof. It's ridiculous. Now, 
Does it change my boating habits? Yeah. So the other day, I went down my little canal, went out to the Caloosahatchee, went over to the Sanibel Lighthouse, and I dropped anchor, and I ate lunch, right? I mean, I didn't go to a restaurant. I didn't go flying around the island. I didn't go up to Cayacost or anything. It was just a simple boat ride. But the water was absolutely beautiful. The weather was perfect, and it was just a nice day. I did not burn a lot of fuel. And so the thing is, is that I'm a little more conscious of how much fuel I'm going to burn because, again, with a boat, it's gallons per hour. That's how you man. Yeah. That's yeah. how you look at a it. Scary. And what I also thought was interesting was when the boats get out of the no wake area, everybody usually stomps on it and they're like, "We're out of here." Not so much this time. I think everybody was kind of minding their their fuel consumption. Mm -hmm. And uh, on the way back, I was like, ah, it's beautiful out. What's the hurry to get home? And I had it at half throttle, and, and I was happy about that. So it's interesting. I will not, you know, I won't stop boating because gas is through the roof, but I'll be mindful of that. And the other thing that you have to really take a look at is, you know, when Joseph said, if you want to go to Italy for the next 10 years, once a year, maybe you have family over there once in, you know, something – Think about dollar cost averaging all of your trips too. So right. maybe two out of those 10 years, it was significantly higher. But think about when you really get a good deal on it. It's mm -hmm. going to dollar cost average out. And that's really how people have to look at it. We talk about inflation and we, again, in many instances, the, uh, but I'm reading stories now. I've read a couple different articles about the, you know, the, the speculation is that maybe this inflation thing is leveled off. Maybe it's reached its peak and it's going to start to not necessarily go down all that much, but it's not going to go much higher. What are your thoughts, Eric? Well, it's based on supply and demand, and I don't really see supply and demand getting much better anytime soon. Um, I mean, there's just still a lot of kinks, and unfortunately, the manufacturers are getting out what we really need, not necessarily what we really want. Um, so it's it's going to be, you know, based on what people really need to live on a, on a regular basis. But, you know, when you go in there, like if you're in a specific hobby, there's a lot of times if you go in there to get something that is connected to your hobby, whether it's clothing or uh, materials or any kind of sporting equipment, there's a huge shortage of all of that stuff. So un until that really comes back, I still see inflation through the roof. And, you know, I, th I think from another six to eight months, there's going to be a significant amount of inflation. But then sooner or later after that, hopefully it will start to calm down a little bit. All right. Very good. 800-779-1942. That's the number, folks, you can call. And uh, so we're talking about couples and planning for retirement and you know, we make the contributions to our 401k and our Roth, you know, IRA. Those are all certainly things that that need to continue as we get closer to retirement, certainly. Yeah, I think that they definitely need to continue. But not only that, we need to start looking at other options that are available for us. We've talked about this before. The Roth 401k is a great option to make sure you're using. A lot of times a strategy that we use with people is if they come in with a lot of money in their IRA or 401ks, and let's say they've performed somewhat of a, a rollover, but they're still working, we start a conversion plan over a decade, but then we also look at their current 401k, and a lot of people have that Roth option to it, and they're not made aware of it by their employer, and we're able to switch that over as well because if you're over 50 years old, you can contribute $27,000 a year now, 
into a 401k, also a Roth 401k. So whereas before a lot of people were limited because they either made too much money or you can only put in $7,000 if you're over 50, now you can put in $27,000 into that Roth 401k and we're also converting money from your IRA into a Roth, which is just going to lead you to a much better uh, taxable situation in retirement. Like tax-free situation is what you're talking about. That's right. I think that's a much better taxable situation, if you ask me. <laughs> me too. And then I, I know we don't talk an awful lot about Social Security, but that's still a key part of any retirement plan. And and you know when you when you think about uh, you know the increase, what the, it was almost what seven percent this year for Social Security, and now they're talking all, next year already about eight percent. I mean that's that seems like a good thing. Right. Yeah. We want to make sure that that Social Security is keeping up with inflation. I know a lot of people say in the past it really doesn't, but now we're seeing where you can actually see the years where they're putting in that in that boost. So we want to make sure that that's keeping up because normally Social Security runs at about 1.7% each year is the is really the average if you average it out how much it, get, it gets increased by. But we want to start looking at it and say, okay, when is the most optimal time for our clients to claim this Social Security? So we want to map this all out and see which is the best time to take Social Security for you. Well, folks, if you'd like some help mapping it all out, uh, the folks at, at uh, Retirement Wealth are able to help you. I mean, Joseph, Eric, uh, really the whole team. Let's go ahead and invite folks to call. Sounds great, Steve. Whether you're currently have an advisor or you've never worked with a financial professional before, we're going to be taking the next five callers who are in need of that missing financial plan. We're going to create and customize a full-blown financial plan review valued at over $1,000 and give it away absolutely complimentary, no obligation. What this will consist of is simply taking the mystery out of financial planning by taking a look at what you're currently doing and maybe just making some slight changes. Let's map it all out your goals, income needs, expenses, tax strategies, and even transfers of generational wealth. We will get that plan built for you and see where it leads you. Let's get you reacquainted with your investments without any obligation. In short, we're going to take the guesswork out of financial planning. So for the next five callers, a full-blown comprehensive plan review that is valued at over $1,000, we will be giving it to you complimentary with no obligation. 800-779-1942. You heard Joseph. The next five callers right now will get that comprehensive financial review. You'll see where you are today, but more importantly, you'll end up with a roadmap that can help get you to where you need to be. 800-779-1942. Coming up on WealthWorks Radio, you know you're saving for retirement, but do you really know what's going on behind the scenes with your money? Are financial termites eating away at your hard-earned savings? When we come back, we're going to outline several strategies that could help stretch those retirement dollars. back on WealthWorks Radio with Eric Carney. Eric is a fiduciary independent, uh, as is Joseph Lanza, fiduciary independent, all part of Retirement Wealth. They've got a great team of folks there with uh, not just Eric, uh, but also with Joseph. And I know, uh, you know, Autumn and Donna, the whole team there is uh, pretty, I mean, you guys are just, it's like a family every time I talk to you guys. Yeah, we've been, uh, we've, <laughs> we've been doing a lot of outside stuff together too. We're actually coming up, there's a comedian coming into town, so we're all going to see him together. So we do a lot of things outside of the office too, which I, I think is healthy for us too, because you, you just can't be in the office all day. And there's a lot of interesting ways that um, we uh, break the stress around here too. So, <laughs> well, I, I would agree. Well, and again, I mean, right now that's so important. It seems, you know, now we're finally seemingly on the backside of this whole COVID thing. Right. And, and so it's nice to just kind of relax, get out and enjoy each other's company. 
It is. And, you know, they just lifted the mask mandate on the airplanes. And it's like, I mean, which I thought, you know, was ridiculous for quite a long time. But um, anyways, it's just I'm glad that that's been lifted. Um, so, I, I, you know, the the only thing is, is that now we're feeling the after effects of this whole thing. You know, it's it's been two years and with inflation and everything that's kicking in um, uh, supply chain kinks and so forth, there's still going to be a lot going on. I mean, this, this whole COVID thing is going to last for quite some time. I think it's going to be quite a long time before we get to back to a complete normalcy of life because I mean, still worldwide, there's going to be other countries that are still handling COVID their own way. So maybe domestically things are getting better, but I'm not so sure about worldwide. We'll, we'll have to wait and see. All right. Fair enough. And, um, you know, we talk about uh, um, behind the scenes with our money. And uh, and again, I thought that was an interesting perspective because you don't really think about it. You're putting money into your 401k and you just assume it's supposed to do what it's supposed to do. But it uh, sometimes it needs help. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, we, we just took on a new client the other day uh, about three weeks ago. Um, started a new job. We rolled over the old 401k. They went to the new job and they opened up a 401k. And, you know, human resources is supposed to be helping and assisting these people and putting them in a good position. And she opened up her 401k and she picked money market account, which is essentially just sitting in cash. And she goes, that's where you want me to put all my money? And she goes, yeah, you'll be good in that one. You won't lose anything. Well, you, you also won't gain anything, right? And, and that's what people have to realize. And so when she brought it in, I said, yeah, I said, let me make sure I take a look at it. I mean, we ended up making better allocation choices for her that would give her hopefully better upside potential than just a cash money market. But imagine if she worked there for five years and just kept that money in a money market, she wouldn't have made any money other than, you know, her contributions to it. Right. So people have got to really pay attention to the 401k. Take a look at your options, making sure that it doesn't have interest rate risk, because a lot of times people have bond exposure out there and it's way too much. And so, again, your, your 401k more than likely is going to be the largest piece of your retirement puzzle. You want to make sure that that's constantly being managed the very best it can be. Well, I mean, that goes to education, too. And I mean, you, you've said before, Eric, you know, you don't know what you don't know until you know it. Right. And I think that becomes a, a bigger problem. And I think that financial literacy, if you will, is, is a big issue. And it's, it's a problem. It is. And, and it comes down to time, right? I mean, time is something that we all have the same of. Time does not discriminate. And I don't want to get too deep about this, but my neighbor and I were just having this discussion because... We were talking about my father being in the Lions Club in upstate New York. And every other Wednesday, he would come home, he would take a shower, he would get dressed, and they would go to a Lions meeting. And then every other Saturday, they would do something for the community. So my dad had time to be able to do that. And I think in today's world, it's so fast-paced. It's not just the husband that's working. It could be the wife or, you know, both people in the relationship. And it's just, we just don't have time. Time is a very difficult commodity anymore. And so when it comes to managing our retirement, that takes time. And a lot of us, you know, we're just trying to get the kids to school or to the dentist and we're just trying to get ahead in our career a little bit or we're taking care of parents or whatever it may be. We just don't have time. And so what we really have to do is we've got to set time aside to say, look, someday I am going to retire. I need to start committing to this and start taking some time out to sit down with a real financial advisor who's going to write 
a, a real financial plan and I want to have a direction in where I'm going. Once you do that, you can get back to your busy lifestyle, but you want to know that somebody is all hands on deck for you considering your retirement. And as we you start to have that conversation, it becomes clear that, you know, there are things that we need to know. And, and uh, in fact, this is, uh, did you know, this is National Financial Literacy Month. I mean, we're kind of closing out the month, but still, it, it has been. And former Senator Heidi Heitkamp, she was actually um, senator from North Dakota, also attorney general in North Dakota, uh, and someone who is uh, very passionate about financial literacy. Well, we haven't been financially literate for a lot of years. When I was attorney general, I would just shake my head when I would see the kinds of scams people would fall for. You know, we could educate seniors not to buy into the Nigerian scam, or we could start at the beginning. You know, how do you buy insurance? You know, how do you file your, your tax returns without spending $500 to do it? And there really was not an appetite within the education system to actually build out that kind of classwork. And as a result, we continue to fall further behind. Agree, disagree, what are your thoughts? I 100% agree. It's it starts from the bottom going up and when you don't have that foundation there, that's when you run into problems of people funding a Roth IRA yeah. and when you ask them what it's in, they say it's in a Roth IRA. Yeah. And it's exactly the problem is you don't have the foundation of learning the basics that lead into a little bit more advanced and more advanced just like we do for all our other curriculum, which I don't understand why. Why do we focus so much about learning on all these other pieces that a lot of people, once they actually are out in the working world, are you know, they're like, oh, I haven't taken a, I haven't had to think about algebra in a long time. Right. We're at, but but now they're having to think about how do they file their taxes? How do they apply for a mortgage? How do they properly pay off a mortgage? How do they properly invest? And I think that's how people get sucked into these, you know, get rich schemes and everything. They're like, oh, you know what? I, I, I got to backpedal. I got to make up for lost time. And this seems so easy. Like, I don't want to miss out. And so, you know, people are falling for all this these this BS stuff that's out there. And so again, we, we want to, we don't want to take a lot of time out. We just want to make a quick decision. That sounds good to make that decision. But a lot of times that's crippling. And when you take a look at the SPAC stocks over the past year and a half, there were hundreds and hundreds of millions of dollars that, that were lost in SPAC stocks because people thought that this was the next big thing and they didn't want to miss out on these. And so Again, financial literacy is, I don't know, I would say at a sixth grade level for a lot right, of people. For sure. I mean, it, it's just, you know, and the, the crazy thing is when I was living up in New York State, it really bothered me because the school system mandated that the children had to learn Mandarin. Now, okay. I don't get it. Like, I mean, are we being taken over by China? Is that the, is that the point? And we just want to be able to communicate just with them? Just in case, right? Yeah, just in case. But don't teach me how to write a checkbook or open up a Roth IRA or teach me how to buy a stock. But yeah, I know how to speak Chinese and that's not very much good for anything. So things have got to change and people have got to get a lot smarter about their money. And so again, I mean, we're still seeing these huge fees that are out there, Steve. Fees that are embedded in these mutual funds and all these products that, that people have. And they're just flabbergasted by the amount of fees that they're paying. And they're, they're like, Eric, I never knew that I was paying those before. And so when we go through these, we're, we're, we're 
enlightening people about that. We're saying, look, you do not have to pay these fees. You can pay a lot less money for that too. And again, but that, you to talk about that, those fees, the uh, you know, you said it at the beginning, the financial termites, and that's the that's the problem with those hidden fees. You don't know about them until after they've already been spent or, or taken. Right. You've got expense ratios. You've got mutual fund transaction fees. You've got management fees that are through the roof. You've got variable annuity fees. A lot of these people don't know how much they are or how embedded they're in there. And there's a lot of times where people will come in and they'll say, oh, Eric, my broker doesn't charge me anything. And really? that's kind of like saying, you know, Vegas never, <laughs> you know, Vegas always, you know, there's a lot of winners there. I always they, win in Vegas. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, they don't build these you know, $50 million hotels out there or $100 million hotels out there from winners. You know, I mean, it's, it's, it's just not how it happens. Nope, it's <laughs> sure not. But, you know, and no matter where you are in terms of, of planning for retirement, it's never too early, really, or never too late to sit down with, you know, a fiduciary independent advisor, well, like you guys at, at Retirement Wealth, and, and to just have these conversations and just to, explore and understand that as fiduciaries, you have got our back. Right. Whatever place you are in retirement, there's always a it's always a perfect time to either get a second opinion or if you've never gotten that plan built, then getting that plan built, get an updated strategy in place. See what all of your options truly are. There's never a wrong time for that. And, you know, all, another part of it, too, is um, you're creating income streams. And that's something that we talk about every week in some form or fashion. But it's so important to have those multiple income streams. And that doesn't happen by accident either. Yeah, and that's one thing that we learned through COVID. I mean, the light bill still has to be paid. The water yes. bill still has to be paid. We still have to go to the grocery store. So while the world comes to a complete halt, we still have bills. They will never stop. And so it doesn't matter if it's an inflationary period. It doesn't matter if there's a Democrat in the House or a Republican. It shouldn't matter. You have to look out for yourself. So don't worry about the world's economy. Worry about your own personal economy. Are you able to keep up with your lifestyle? And people want those several different income streams to be coming in and created to be able to do that. All right. Well, again, those are those are the kinds of things that, that we talk about every week and and things that you talk about with 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 your people every week or with potential clients every week who uh, respond to the radio. In fact, let's go ahead and invite folks to call and, and get on your calendar. Whether you currently have an advisor or you've never worked with a financial professional before, we're going to be taking the next five callers who are in need of that missing financial plan. We're going to create and customize a full-blown financial plan review valued at over a thousand dollars and give it away. Absolutely complimentary. No obligation. What this will consist of is simply taking the mystery out of financial planning by taking a look at what you're currently doing and maybe just making some slight changes. Let's map it all out. Your goals, income needs, expenses, tax strategies, and even transfers of generational wealth. We will get that plan built for you and see where it leads you. Let's get you reacquainted with your investments without any obligation. In short, we're going to take the guesswork out of financial planning. So for the next five callers, a full-blown comprehensive plan review that is valued at over $1,000, we'll be giving it to you complimentary with no obligation. Sounds fantastic, Joe, Joseph. 800-779-1942. Uh, you are Joseph. Five callers right now. We'll get that comprehensive financial review. You'll see where you are today. But more importantly, when you walk out, you'll have that roadmap, a guide that can really help get you to where you need to be. 800-779-1942. 800-779-1942. Coming up next on WealthWorks Radio, my favorite part, questions from you and answers from me. Stay tuned. 
are back on WealthWorks Radio. Our final segment, as Eric always says, it's his favorite part where we hear questions from listeners, and we've got a bunch of them today. And Eric, I, these are the kinds of things that, I mean, I think, you know, you go through and pick these questions, and, and they're based on things that a lot of people are asking, right? Yeah, so it's, it's, it's a combination of, you know, basically this is a nice way to understand and get a pulse of what people are thinking out there. And so when they send in these questions, sometimes there's some silly ones, but these ones right here, I really like because people are paying attention and they have some pretty good um, questions. And there's a lot of times where, again, we're just trying to learn about products that are out there. And um, so that's that's why I like this because they're, they're kind of diversified questions that actually come in. All right, fair enough. Let's uh, let's jump in. Here's Albert uh, in Port Charlotte. Uh, he's wondering what does period certain mean on an annuity contract? The complex language of the contract is tough to understand. A look at payout options look like there's a cutoff age. I don't have a current advisor with the annuity company. I so think, I think that last line speaks volumes. Yeah, exactly. Right. I don't I don't have a current advisor. Anything that is of monetary value out there, CD, annuity, variable annuity, brokerage account, anything that is of monetary value has got to be managed and maintained on a regular basis. So again, you're, you're taking a look at this product that you have and you know you have one question, but there's really a lot of questions that have to be answered. And so to, to answer your very first one, what does period certain mean on a contract? It means for a certain period of time. Maybe it's 10 years, maybe it's 15 years, maybe it's 20 years. So again, we're not a big annuity shop, but I am a very big annuity strategist. And what we do is we actually build portfolios based on annuities with strategic uh, planning involved. And what that means is maybe your, your first 10 years of your retirement is coming from one annuity. We're letting another one grow at a higher rate of return to keep up with inflation because a lot of these annuities have a fixed um, withdrawal that you're going to be receiving. So it's not increasing income. So what we do is period certain maybe for 10 years of income, and then the next 20 or 15 years is going to be a higher rate of income. And then another five years after that. So we're essentially laddering different annuity contracts because they have period certain in them. So again, the, the client knows that they're always going to have safe income or safer income that does not have market exposure. And more than likely, they're also going to have increasing income over time because of the strategy that's been placed. A lot of people just have straight annuities. They were sold a product. They were not provided with a solution and they're a mess. Those are the ones that we fix every single month. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I like the fact that you're a bit of a fixer. I think that's so important because, you know, in this case, like, like Albert said, he doesn't have a, you know, an advisor because the thing is, is I'll, Oftentimes we find ourselves in situations where we're just being pushed these products, as you just said. Well, so a couple of years ago, I'll tell you a quick annuity story. Yeah. A, a, a gentleman had come in. He was a doctor. He, he bought a $550,000 annuity. And when we take, took a look at it, he was paying 3.6% in fees over $19,000 a year. And he said, Eric, he goes, so that means over the next 10 years I'm paying. And I said, yeah, well over $200,000 because as the annuity goes up, so do your fees. And he's like, that's just insane to me. So what we did was we actually 
um, we're able to exchange it into several other products. We were able to ladder them, and all of a sudden, the amount that he got over a 20-year period was probably about 40% more than what he was receiving already, and his fees were reduced to under 1% a year. So significant difference in fees, significantly lowered his fees, lowered his market exposure, and gave him guaranteed more income over his entire lifetime. So it was an absolutely... It was an absolute no-brainer to be able to exchange that into another product. But again, we provided him with a strategy and a solution that better fit his needs. And he's like, you know, I almost didn't call you because I thought I was stuck in this. But again, it changed his whole perspective on how annuities work. So a lot of people have a very bad taste in their mouth, and I get that. But there's also a lot of people out there who will not invest if it wasn't for an annuity either. Sure, absolutely. Albert, if you want, 800-779-1942. Sounds like you found the right folks to uh, help you understand all of that. And uh, all right, James is in Alva. Uh, he's wondering, how can I locate an investment account that I lost track of many years ago? The firm I invested with sold it to other firms. So you can actually check the Office of Unclaimed Funds within the state. So you can go to the website. It's www.usa.gov backslash unclaimed money. And on this website, you'll be able to look up and search to see where the new account is at and any other accounts that you could have possibly uh, misplaced or lost over time, possibly don't have the online um, access to anymore, you forgot the password for it, whatever it may be, this website within your state is what's going to help you track down those accounts. And, you know, I mean, I think that's that's a good thing to be able to do that. And and uh, like you said, every state has their own thing. And uh, But one of the things I've read, too, about uh, Secure Act 2.0, and, and I know that's moving through Congress at this point. It's it's uh, waiting in the, in the Senate right now. But one of the things that's included in that is a government-run organization to do just that, track down old 401ks and IRAs. I think it happens a lot more than we think, where people lose them and they switch jobs and it's not their priority when they're switching the job because if, you know, let's say people work somewhere for a year or two and they just built up five to $10,000 and it's on the back of their mind right now, like, yeah, I'll, I'll either roll it over or I'm just going to pull that money out and they forget about it. Well, if that happened 20 to 30 years ago, that could have, if that was properly managed and kept getting added to or, or properly rolled over, that could have been a big deal. So I think a lot of people face these problems where they start to realize, oh, yeah, I think I had a retirement plan with that place I worked at back then or there. So I think it's a great thing that, that we're going to be able to receive if it does come through. Well, and again, I think there's nothing better than found money. Yeah, really. <laughs> so true. All right, 800-779-1942. James, give, him a, give us a call. Uh, Saul is in Marco Island, uh, and uh, he is wondering, is there a good rule of thumb for how much money my IRA should be invested in safe investments at age 60, or is it just a matter of personal preference? Well, this is very subjective. Again, how much does he have in other accounts? What does your lifestyle look like? What are your goals? There was a rule of thumb that was how I learned the rule of thumb was you take 120 or excuse me, 110 and you subtract your age from that. And then whatever that amount comes out to is how much percentage you should have in equities. Now, in my opinion, that is far gone because right now, you know, that rule of thumb would have said, okay, if you're 70, then you should have 40% in equities and 60% in bonds. Well, we know right now that portfolio will be getting crushed by this market and it really doesn't work. So there used to be some good rule of thumbs, but at the, at, 
right now it is so subjective where we need to really understand more about Saul and what he has in other accounts. What is her, his objective? When does he actually want to retire? His time frame? So I really wouldn't go by a rule of thumb when it comes to allocation of your accounts. Got to okay. reverse engineer it, right? Right. Yeah. I mean, you have the. You can't just say I'm sixty. How you know how much should I have in, in equities and how much should I have in bonds? Because it's so much deeper than that, really. Okay. Well, and uh, Saul again. It's eight hundred seven seven nine one nine four two. Now, in a similar vein, Lucille has a, a question from Naples, uh, and she says, "I've heard you talk about having an emergency fund, but I'm not sure how to determine how much should be in it. Is there an easy formula to use, and should I have more or less in this fund?" after retirement. Yeah, here's your formula in Southwest Florida. An AC unit to replace is $8,000. So (laughs) keep $8,000 in an emergency fund. (laughs) At least, right? (laughs) I mean, it's the only thing you really want to replace when it goes. I mean, refrigerator, yeah, you can live without that for a few days. But your AC, no. No. It is absolute misery sleeping in 90-degree weather with fans blowing on you. So, yeah, you want to make sure that you keep that AC updated and uh, get it replaced. But you also have the money to be able to do that very quickly. All right, of course. Well, gosh, I mean, this has been a really fast-paced show and and, uh, lots of great information today. Thanks, Steve. Hey, everybody out there, if you're listening and you feel like you're in a financial no-man's land, you're not really happy where you are, but you're just not unhappy enough to do anything about it, give us a call today. Let's get that second opinion. Let's give the next five callers who are in need of that financial plan that is missing a great opportunity to be able to get that done. If you're serious about your finances, this is for you. We'll create a full-blown financial plan review valued at over $1,000. Let's give it away absolutely complimentary, no obligation to the next five callers who have saved at least $500,000 for retirement. And what this will consist of is simply taking the mystery out of financial planning by taking a look at what you're currently doing and maybe just making some slight changes. We're going to map it out. We're going to run all the reports for you. The fee report, the Morningstar reports, a tax analysis, maybe a volatility analysis. Let's see where it takes you. Let's see where that plan leads you. Let's get you reacquainted with your portfolio and again, without any obligation. If you're interested in your very own income plan, we'll show you proven strategies and techniques to turbocharge your retirement income. In short, we're going to take all the guesswork out of financial planning. So again, for the next five callers, a full-blown comprehensive financial plan review, it's over $1,000 value. We'll be giving it away. Complimentary, no obligation. Call us today. Hey, folks, that's it. This is the last opportunity today to give Eric a call and uh, come on in, sit down, put that financial roadmap together. It's a practical financial review. If you're looking for a second opinion, now's the time. 800-779-1942. Five callers right now. Get that comprehensive financial review that Eric just described, plus all the extras that go along with it. And there's no cost. There's no obligation. Just make the call. 800-779-1942. 800-779-1942. Well, Eric, Joseph, as always, one of my favorite hours of the week. It just goes by so quickly, and, and I always learn things. Steve, thank you so much. And everybody out there, thank you so much for listening and for the positive feedback. Remember, you only retire once. Let's get it right the first time. Have a great week and an even better retirement.
Eric Carney is an investment advisor representative of Retirement Wealth Advisors Incorporated, an SEC-registered investment advisor. Retirement Wealth, Retirement Wealth Advisors, and this station are not affiliated. Exposure to ideas and financial vehicles should not be considered investment advice or a recommendation to buy or sell any of these financial vehicles. This information should also not be considered tax or legal advice. Individuals should consult with a professional specializing in the fields of tax, legal accounting, or investments regarding the applicability of this information for their situation. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Investments will fluctuate and when redeemed may be worth more or less than when originally invested. Any comments regarding safe and secure investments and guaranteed income streams refer only to fixed insurance products. They do not refer in any way to securities or investment advisory products. Fixed insurance and annuity products guarantees are subject to the claims paying ability of the issuing company and are not offered by RWA. Insurance licensed in the state of Florida, insurance license number P138852. Registered investment advisors and investment advisor representatives act as fiduciaries for all our investment management clients. We have an obligation to act in the best interests of our clients and make full disclosures of any conflict of interest, if any exists. Please refer to our firm brochure, the ADV2A, page 4, for additional information. WealthGuard is a complete portfolio monitoring system. Designed by determining the amount of downside risk a client is willing to tolerate, WealthGuard is added to a client's account to protect them from the downside risk. WealthGuard is not a stop-loss strategy. When the account value in the portfolio hits the targeted value, an alert is sent to the client, advisor, and money manager. There is no guarantee the exact WealthGuard value will be captured or assets will be traded or liquidated the same day due to time of day or market restrictions.